welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. It is good to be here with all of you. It's nice to see your faces, even in the smoke. Everybody breathe okay? Yes. We're going to have a great morning together. Uh, We are having a baptism this morning, which I can't, I'm so excited about that I may just jump in and preach from the baptism tank myself, just because I can't wait. But listen, uh, we are baptizing young Jaden over here, but we're going to, we're going to do this a little differently today. I'm going to speak about baptism beforehand because I want to give anybody the opportunity that if they have not been baptized or maybe they feel like they need to to rededicate their life to the Lord and that's a decision they want to make, that you could come up at the end and be baptized with Jaden. So if that's what you want to do, I want to give you the chance and I want to make sure you understand what baptism is and why we do it, which is a fair thing to do, don't you think? Yeah. All right, so go in your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 28 is where we're going to start this morning. And we're going to talk about baptism and why we do it. Why we baptize people. Matthew chapter 28. Chad just mentioned this verse when he was doing communion. And um, we're going to start in verse 18. Jesus is speaking and he said, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go make disciples of all the nations. We just talked about this last week. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Isn't that comforting? Be sure of this, Jesus said. Be sure of this. Now, you got to remember that these are Jesus' last words that we know of before he ascends into heaven. And he's taking his time with the disciples. And he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go into all the world and I want you to go and make disciples of me. I want you to tell them about who I am. I want you to remind them of what I've done for them, the work that I've done. We just took communion, remembering the work that Jesus did on the cross for us. And he said, I want you to go everywhere into all the world and tell everybody about those things. And then when you've told them and made them my disciples, I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of us, maybe we don't understand the significance really of baptism. Maybe we don't understand why we as a church don't do like baby baptisms or sprinkling water on people. Maybe you, if somebody had to ask you and they said to you, yo, why do you just have a tank and you make somebody go get in their bathing suit and dunk them? you might not have a real answer. You might say, I really don't know the answer to that question. It's because what we've always done. So we're going to talk about these things today so that you know the answers to these questions. And the first one right off the bat is why why do we dunk people in water like this? Why are we going to have Jaden and whoever else wants to come up here and get baptized, why is Jaden going to come up here and get in this oh-so-nice and warm water and he's going to dunk his head under there? Why do we do that? Well, the first thing you need to know is in this word here, 
it says, go and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That word in the Greek is the Greek word baptizo. Everybody say it. Baptizo. Let's say it again like we're Greeks. Baptizo. <laughs> I think that was probably more Italian for most of us. <laughs> I felt like I was speaking Italian. Uh, but it's baptizo. And it's not just uh, like dunk, dunk, dunk. The idea is, and this word comes into play with way back in the day when they used to when they used to see this lady's wonderfully bright pink pants, how amazing they are, when they used to go dye clothes and make them look amazing like that, or like this lady's green bright shirt, or, or Alyssa's flowery dress, and they added all these colors, what they would do was start with a blank garment. It was white. It had no color attached to it. And they would take this white garment, like Matt's shirt here, or like Pastor Jenny's coat, they would take this white thing, and they would go over to a tank like this that was filled with water. And inside this water was the color that they wanted to take that thing and turn it into. So if it was pink pants or a green shirt or a flowery bright dress or, you know, Marco's yellow shirt, they would come and they would begin to baptizo this item in the water over and over and over. And what happens is, Baptizo is the process of changing one thing from what it is to something that is new and completely different. So when Jesus said, go and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, what it is, is it's, it's, it's a symbol, it's an outward expression of an inner change that's happened inside of you. Just like they would take and baptizo these garments over and over and over again, and, and what was white and boring and plain, Matt's shirt's not boring and plain, but you know what I'm saying. What looked like one thing, they would dunk it over and over and over again until it came out completely new and completely different. And so Jesus says, go and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we bring people over to the water. And one of the things why we do this is because it's, it's showing to all of us, it's an outward expression of what has happened on the inside of them. Jaden today is going to be baptized because there's something that has taken place on the inside of Jaden. Jaden says, I'm giving my life to Jesus. I am consecrating myself to Jesus, and I want everybody to know it. So I'm going to go up here, and I'm going to baptizo myself. I'm going to go under the water one way, and I'm going to come up something else. So he is doing an outward expression of an inner change. Does that make sense? You're all staring at me like, man, we know this. I already know. I could teach this. All right. Let's keep going. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3. Here's another reason that we do this. Matthew chapter 3. And we're going to start in verse um, 13. It says, then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. John, who we call John the Baptist. It says, but John tried to talk him out of it. He said, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. 
So John agreed to baptize him. And I just love verse 16 here. It says, after his baptism, Jesus came up out of the water. The heavens were open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. I just want to talk about that for a second because I want to remind you that this is one of the places in the Bible where we see all three aspects of who God is in one place at one time. We have Jesus in human form in the water. We see the Holy Spirit coming down like a dove and we hear the voice of God saying, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. So just, I, just like, I just like that. I just wanted to share that with you. But if you back up here in verse 15, Jesus says, no, John's trying to talk him out of why, why John should baptize Jesus. John's saying, I, you should baptize me. I shouldn't be baptizing you. And John and Jesus are talking. Jesus says to John, it's got to be done this way. We have to carry out all that God requires. So another reason that we baptize people is because we're following the example that Jesus set for us. You know, you can't, you, can't, you can't look in the Bible. We haven't found anywhere in the Bible where you see baby christenings, where you see baby baptisms, where you see people being sprinkled with water. We could go like this and uh, take a handful of water and come over here and, Josh, you're baptized. You're baptized. You don't see that anywhere in the Bible. What you do see in the Bible over and over and over again is people going down to a river somewhere and being dunked under the water, going under one way and coming up another way. That's why we do this, because we follow the example that Jesus set for us. We follow the example that Jesus showed us, and then the last things that he said to us when he said, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I want to show you one more thing. I want to show you one more thing in Acts chapter 8. We're going to look at a quick story here. Acts chapter 8. The, um, the word of God is spreading. This is after the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit has fallen and people are spreading everywhere. And Philip was just preaching to some people, and then Peter and John showed up, and they were helping preach. And in verse 26, it says, As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down to the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Candake, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. And seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This guy's in his car by himself reading the Bible. Okay? And he says, the Holy Spirit says in verse 29, says to Philip, go over and walk alongside the carriage. So Philip runs over, and he hears the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. And Philip says to him, hey, man, do you understand what you're reading? You're reading a book there. Do you understand what it's saying? Do you understand what it's talking about? And the man replies in verse 31, he says, How can I unless somebody instructs me? And he urges Philip to get up in the carriage and sit down with them. The passage of scripture that he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. And who can speak of his descendants for his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, he says, tell me, 
Was the prophet talking about himself or was he talking about somebody else? So beginning with this same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. And as they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here's some water. Why can't I be baptized? And they went down into the water, and, the Philip, and Philip baptized them. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north in the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. Verse 34 and 36. 34 and 36 again. They're in the car driving down the road, talking about the Bible. And this guy says, what is Isaiah the prophet talking about? I don't understand it. Can you explain it to me? And Philip begins with that very scripture, begin telling him the good news of who Jesus is, what Jesus came and did for him, who Jesus was and what Jesus said about this eunuch and what his plans and purposes were. And the, he keeps going all the way to the end. And obviously he gets to the very end of Jesus' life and he says the last thing that this guy said was be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they're walking, they're driving in the car, they pass some water and the guy says, well, why can't, he's like, there's water right there. Why can't we pull over, stop the car, put on the emergency brake, get out and be baptized right now? And Philip says, there ain't no reason. Let's go do it. And so you see here in this story, there's only two requirements. There's only two things that take place. The first one is, is that you believe in Jesus. That you believe that Jesus was the Son of God, that he rose from the dead on the third day, and he sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And the Bible tells us that Philip walked through all of this with this guy, with the eunuch. He was telling him all about it. This is who Jesus was. He came and he gave his life for you and for me and for all who would call on his name. And then he went to heaven. But before he went to heaven, he said, we were supposed to go and make disciples. And I want to tell you about Jesus. He loves you, man. He cares about you. He thinks about you. He's got plans for your life, Joe. He's got purposes for your life. He's thinking about you all the time. The Bible says that you are always on his mind. He's always thinking about you. He's always planning for you. He's He's always trying to get good things into your life. He's always trying to open your eyes to see that he's working. He's always trying to open your ears so that you hear his voice talking to you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, he's always at work in the background. The guy's like, okay, I love this Jesus. I like this Jesus. I want to make him my Lord. I want to give my life to him. And then he sees this water. He says, why can't we pull over here? And why can't we be baptized? Why can't I go into the water? Why can't I belong to Jesus? Why can't I become part of the community of Jesus? And Philip says, there's no reason why you can't. There's no reason why you can't. You believe in Jesus. You give your life to Jesus. You surrender to Jesus. And then... You take that next step, which is the outward expression of the inner desire and the inner change inside of you, and you begin to belong and become part of the community of God. It's an outward declaration that we're doing today. And you may be sitting here, you may be saying, you know, I, I, I've... I've walked away from Jesus, or I'm not living the way that I should, or I don't act the way that I should, or my life doesn't look like I know Jesus would want my life to look like, or I, I, just, I just need to get some things right in my life. 
I want to change some things in my life. I want to rededicate my life. I want to resurrender my life. Then all you got to do is make that change. All you got to say is, Jesus, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I went the wrong way. But I rededicate my life to you. Or I dedicate my life to you. I surrender my life to you. And you take that step, and then you come and you baptizo. There's one more scripture I want to show you. This is the third reason we baptize. We baptize because it's an outward expression of an inner change. We baptize because we are following the example that Jesus left for us. And go with me to Colossians chapter 2. And I want to read this verse with you. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. It says, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ Jesus from the dead. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Baptism is a symbol of the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So when you get up here, when Jaden comes up here, and he sits down in this water and he goes down, it's a picture and it's a symbol and it's a testimony for all who are watching of the burial and resurrection and the new life coming out of the water. The old man has passed away. Behold, all things are made brand new. The old man dies and is buried, is under the water. He's drowned, he's gone, we don't see him anymore. And up out of the water comes a new man. These are why we baptize people. This is what we're doing. Today, Jaden's coming up. Jaden, you can make your way up here. Jacob, come on up here with me so you can help Jaden get up out of the water and not stay down too long. Just hang on. You don't have to get in just yet. Just wait. This is what we're doing today. Is Jaden is saying, I've, I've chosen to follow Jesus. I've made a decision. And I want everybody here to see it. I want everybody here to know it people that are driving by on the road, people that are standing in the parking lot. I don't care who's here. I don't care who's watching. If it goes on social media, the whole world can see it. But I want everybody to know that on the inside of me, there's been a change. There's been a baptizo over and over and over and over again, how I came, I came in one way and I'm going out another. And I'm identifying with the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.